Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone. Romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we talk about what happens when someone's knocking on your bedroom door in the middle of your time together. And race car driver Mario Andretti had this to say about uh, those interruptions. He said, circumstances may cause interruptions and delays, but never lose sight of your goal. And I love how there's this race car driver that obviously has to deal with interruptions and delays and how it's such an appropriate quote for us to take on and focus on in our marriage. And we're going to be talking about that in depth on today's show. But as we start each and every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug, this week's show is no exception. And the hug is brought to you by Christian Credit Counselors. You can find them at christiancreditcounselors.org. Christian Credit Counselors is a nonprofit credit counseling and debt management organization. For the last 25 plus years, they've helped over 300,000 clients Mm. get out of debt. Can you just wrap your head around that for a second? It's awesome. They've been doing this for over 25 years. They got quite a bit of experience in helping hundreds of thousands of people just like you get out of debt. Yeah. They lower high, high interest rates and consolidate payments into one affordable monthly payment. Give them a call now at 800-557-1985. Here's what's so impressive to me. Their average clients pay off their debt up to 80% faster on the debt management program. So give them a call today and get a free, no obligation debt analysis. The number to call is 800-557-1985, or you can visit them at christiancreditcounselors.org. And when you talk to them, make sure to tell them that you learned about them on the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. So this week's hug is coming to you from an iTunes review. When you guys make the decision, a lot of you have found us through doing searches on iTunes because you type in marriage and the One Extraordinary Marriage show pops up and you read somebody else's review and it gives you the encouragement that you need to tune in and to listen. And and download that first show. Download the first show. So I want you to realize that when you take the time to go back in and leave a rating or leave a review, it really makes a difference in somebody else's marriage. Right. This week's, uh, this week's hug actually came and came in from the uh, user was Brint or Brinty Hill. And it said, been listening to this show for three years now. I thankfully have a great marriage, but I use this as a tool to enhance and stay focused. Mm. I just want to say something before I go on with the rest of this hug. You don't have to wait until you're in crisis to make your marriage extraordinary. Here's somebody that said, I have a great marriage, but we want it to be better right? Being proactive. Love that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love that. She goes on to say, Tony and Elisa feel like my friends at this point, And I believe they genuinely care about and love their listeners. Mm-hmm. If anyone is looking for a marriage podcast, look no further. As a Christian myself, I appreciate their faith-based perspective, but they do a great job of not forcing that fact down listeners' throats too. 
Just Thank wanted you. to leave a review finally after all this time being a loyal weekly listener. Mm. Thanks, guys, for all you do. Thank you for that awesome hug. I love those. We, I just, you guys do. You guys really do mean the world to us. You, you don't understand. You know, we don't. We don't post this on a, every single social media post, or you know, on Twitter or wherever we may be. But it's amazing how many people we come in contact with each and every day, each and every week, where we go. You need to listen to the show because the one family is strong. The one family is out there. And they're, they're mobilizing to reach people. And we tell your stories. We share your hugs. And no kidding, we have people that are just, you know, we're out in our everyday lives. Starbucks, the grocery store. Maybe we're out meeting some new folks or some old friends. And we can just share your stories. And wow, does it touch their heart. It, you know, it, it, their hearts become, they, they just open up. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, there's somebody else like me. Mm-hmm. And we're like, yeah. You know what I mean? So come on in, listen. So go out there, share, share. Who's that one friend this week that you're like, you know what? Here's a link. Go listen. Can I, can I just share an incident that actually happened last week before we jump into this week's show? Actually had someone call in yeah. to inquire about coaching. Mm-hmm. And the reason that they called in was because they were talking about their marriage to a friend of theirs who was a podcast listener. And the podcast listener said, you know what? You need to call right now and find out about marriage coaching for your own marriage. Mm -hmm. And this friend who had given the advice to call in for coaching was actually with this gal when she called in and was there to encourage her to say, you know what? Your marriage is having some difficulties. Don't wait. Like I, I will, I will stand by your side. I I don't know if they were standing or sitting or where they were, but she called in and she's taken the step to get help. Why? Because her friend said, you need to do this. Mm-hmm. That's the power of friendship. That's the power that you can bring and, and of hope and encouragement that you can bring to your friends. That's the power that the one community, the one family absolutely has to change the face of marriage everywhere in our world. Mm-hmm. It's why, it's why when Tony says at the end of every show, love you guys, it is, it, it comes from our core that that's the way we feel because you guys are making a difference in other people's lives as well. And in your own. So let's jump into this week's because really what we're sharing today is something that happened to us recently. It's not the first time. As in last week recently. <laughs> yeah, it's not the first time. And we know it's most likely happened to you guys at some point in time in your marriage. So here's our scenario. Maybe some of you out there can relate. Uh, you've got everybody in bed. Or at least you think they're in bed. Mm-hmm. And depending on ages, right? Depending on ages, right? The house is quiet. You're like, okay, now's the time. We're going to make our move. We're going to get naked and we're going to have sex. Mm-hmm. And you're making your move. One of you is initiating on whoever's week it is to, or day to initiate. Well, before we even get there for Elisa and I, we make sure we lock our door every night. Right. So it's not like this weird interruption. So, you know, we just lock our door and we turn on our sound and sleep machine. So that's just something we naturally do because it was really interesting as I, I was growing up, my parents had a lock on their door as well. So every time they locked it, I knew they were having sex that night. So it was a little weird. It just as a kid growing up, I thought I was like, oh, that's sort of interesting. So we just make it a point. It doesn't matter if we're going to, if it's my night, her night, or we're not even going to have sex that night. We just lock our door mm-hmm. and we make sure we turn on our sound and sleep machine. One, because the noise that it creates for us to go to sleep is great. The second it drowns out noise in your bedroom. We should put a link. Sure. 
I made a note. We should put, we'll put a link to the sound and sleep machine that we use. Um, I know a number of you in the one family have picked up the same one and everybody that we've ever talked to that's picked this up has been like, ha change game yeah. changer. Yeah. And if game you want to check it out, it's at one extraordinary marriage.com slash ecotones. There you go. There you go. So you've, you've set the stage, right? Foreplay has started. You're getting into it. You're like, this is going to be good. And then knock, 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 mommy, daddy, cringing in the bedroom. Everything freezes. You're you, like, you just, you just, you just, it's like deer in the headlights. It is a deer in the headlights moment. It, that, yes, it is. You're just like, oh, crud. So you try, you try and play the, we're sleeping. You're like, who is it? Mommy, daddy, I need you. I need you. No, go to bed. Go to bed. Go to bed right now. Right. And you're, what you need to do is go to bed. <laughs> and sometimes not the sweetest, not with the sweetest, most heartfelt, like go to bed right right now. Um, so this happened once and that child was, you know, dismissed to bed and then knock, knock, knock. Well, we start up again. Oh, we start up again. Right. Now we're, we're getting into it. We're a little more heavy, a little more foreplay going on. All right. You know, sound and sleep machine. And, and we're trying rolling. to re-engage because right. we've already had one interruption. Right. And then. Knock, knock, knock. And at this the second po- time. At this point in time, now like you're starting to clench your jaw because you're thinking, I'm just trying to make this happen. And I can see, honestly, at this point, like Elisa's eyes are just rolling a little bit. And I know it's like, oh, shoot. Okay. What? are we going to do now? Because I get it, you know, and for any of us who are parents, it, it does, it, it, it turns us off, right? I mean, because you, you're mentally, you're trying to be there. You know, your kids are in, in the house. Now, you know, the kids are awake. Now, you know that they're knocking and you're trying to mentally stay engaged. So in this case, um, we try and dismiss this child and this child then says, I'm actually feeling scared. And I just want you to pray with me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, on that note, we've got to engage with the child, right? Because now we've got fear and, and that's not something we take lightly no. in our house. And so, you know, here we are. I am, I grab my robe with a little bit of grumbling and probably not the greatest heartfelt, um, heart willing. As I was walking out of the bedroom, I changed that before I got into that child's room. But, you know, here we go. I pray, come back and, you know, take off my robe and climb back into bed. And Tony looks at me and he's like, what are we going to do? We have two choices. We have two choices. And here's the thing. Each one of you has those same two choices when the knock on the door comes. Because if it hasn't happened yet, maybe, maybe you don't have children or maybe your children are still young enough that they're not knocking on your door. They're crying. They could be crying. But I mean, maybe you, you're just in that phase where nobody knocks on your door. Nobody cries. You can actually like make it through mm-hmm. the night. Uh, it'll happen. Like I, I'm not speaking, you know, crazy things over your life. I'm just letting you know that it's a sheer function of having children in your home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody's going to knock on your door. That is why the lock is so important, people. Or a lot of Vaseline. On the outside so they can't get the door handle open. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> but, you know, what do you do? Because yeah. interruptions are going to be, I mean, maybe you don't even have kids. Maybe you have a dog that scratches at the door or you don't lock the door and the dog like pops his head over the side and all of a sudden you got like <laughs> doggy face, mm-hmm. right? Interruption. That's not good. That's not good. You know, and another interruption I would even say is, you know, for those of you who have phones in your room, oh, people get them out. Those are interruptions. I mean, turn, turn the ringer off. Turn, turn it all off. 
Because that interruption, at least and I don't face that because we do not allow our phones or electronics into our room. And yet we know people who do. And we know that some of you have jobs where you're on call. Right. Right. There are many, many professions where you've got seasons, weeks, days, whatever, where you're on call and you have to keep your phone or whatever your devices of choice by your bed. So, you know, you always are running the risk of an interruption of an interruption and interruptions are either an opportunity for the two of you to grow apart or to grow together. The choice is completely up to both of you. Right, because we've, I will, I will be the first person to tell you, we've had those times when the interruptions have absolutely killed the mood. Shut it down. I like, mean, it's just, it just turned cold water on us. And, and, you know, this was, this last time where it happened was really the first time where we said, you know what, we need to make a different choice. Because when, when you allow the interruption to become a disconnect, resentment starts mm-hmm. to whomever interrupted right? Be it a job, be it a child, be it an animal, you just start to grumble about that type of thing. Anger and frustration are allowed into your marriage, right? And I mean, we did that show a while back called Releasing Resentment. We know that once resentment starts to come in, it it just creates all kinds of uglies in there. And you don't need, guys, there's so much wackiness going on in the world. You don't need additional resentment coming in Mm -hmm, because of an interruption. But when you choose to let the interruption be a place where you can connect, then all of a sudden the two of you are playing on the same team. I know you guys have heard us talk about playing on the same team before. When you're facing an interruption, that's a challenge to your intimacy, right? Whatever it is, it's a challenge. And so are the two of you going to do battle with each other and say, you know what? We're throwing in the towel. Which we have done been there mm-hmm. or are you going to say you know what okay hold on like let's regroup here let's you know let's just consider that interruption a timeout and let's let's huddle up can you tell we've been watching a little bit of football let's huddle up and go back in with a new strategy right let's figure out how we can be on the same team let's laugh about this right i mean we uh, i won't say never but hardly ever have anyone knock on our door when we're trying to have sex and to have it happen three times in the same night was actually laughable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was one of those times where, you know, that choice to to stay in it, to strategize, to laugh about it together was actually the best thing we could do. You know, it took us a little time to get back into that place. And yet what was where, where the, the insights came, the breakthrough came for us was in the strategy mm-hmm. of going like, okay, what are we going to do right now? Like, what are we going to do? Because it's real easy at that moment to just flip on the lights, grab your book, read a little bit, and move on. Or don't flip on the lights, roll to your side of the bed and be like, ugh. (sighs) And go to sleep. It was in that moment, though, that we really had to just go, okay, what are we choosing to do right now? How are we going to choose to end this evening, even though we've been interrupted? And that was a shift. Like, that was a shift for us. It's not something that comes naturally mm-hmm. not at all and yet we were still able to just okay you know we didn't jump right back into it it wasn't this like oh well we were right there and it no it, it was it, it was a process of talking mm-hmm. and then being able to get back in that foreplay so you know what yeah it did extend the evening yeah that was it was a little bit more of a marathon session it was and yet it was so worth it because of the breakthrough we were able to experience because we didn't allow the interruption to stop us. Absolutely. And, you know, 
when you develop new strategies in your marriage, you're building your marriage muscle, mm-hmm. right? You're developing, you know, think of it, think of it as a toolbox, right? When you start, you know, down this thing called marriage, you have, you know, you might have a few tool, few tools in there. You know, maybe you've got a little bit of communication work, maybe you've got a little finance work, but for the most part, when you start down the path of married life, your toolbox is mostly empty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the reason why is that you have to develop the skills on how the two of you do life together. And every time you develop a new skill, every time you add a new strategy, you're, you're putting it in that toolbox, right? When you figure out how does my spouse want to be loved, that's a tool that goes in your toolbox. When you figure out how the two of you are going to do finances, you know, what those conversations are going to look like and how you're going to be on the same team, that's a tool that goes in your toolbox. When you figure out, you know what, we are going to lock the door every time we walk into our bedroom. That's a tool in your toolbox. How do you guys initiate? How do you show initiation? Where do you, where does that, what does that look like that goes into your toolbox? Mm Because if you don't know, then you're shooting in the dark. When you begin to talk about that, you get to learn about that, and then you're able to initiate the way that your partner would like you to initiate. Absolutely, and we wanna share some of those strategies with you, but before we do, we've got a quick word from our sponsor, and then Tony and I are gonna dig into those strategies that you can that you can use to create connection in spite of the interruptions that are gonna happen. You know, as we said at the top of the show, Christian Credit Counselors is a nonprofit credit counseling and debt management organization who has been helping hundreds of thousands of clients for over 25 years get out of debt. They lower high interest rates and consolidate payments into one affordable monthly payment. How nice would it be to only have one bill to look at every month instead of, you know, 5, 10, 12, you know, so give them a call now at 800-557-1985. We want to share with you Ben and Lindsay's financial journey. Definitely having debt does put stress on a marriage, on your health. There are a lot of things you can't do because you're on such a tight budget. It just starts mounting up, especially with the with the interest. It just goes up. So I could definitely see there was stress in Lindsay, and that would kind of spill over into our, our relationship and, and how we related to each other. And our situation's definitely improved. And, you know, when you have money to go do the things you want and, you know, you're able to spend money um, that you actually have, it's it's a liberating feeling. It's definitely freedom. Their average clients pay off their debt up to 80% faster on the debt management program. Call them today for a free, no obligation debt analysis. What are you waiting for? The number is 800-557-1985, or you can visit them at christiancreditcounselors.org. So as we were saying, you know, we want to give you guys strategies because the interruptions are going to happen. They're going to. It, it, and, and really, they're going to happen at all different ages. Mm-hmm. You, you know, the, and Elise even alluded to this. Hey, maybe there's a point right now where, you know, your kid does sleep through the night. Your kids do sleep through the night. So you're fine. And for others of you, like us, you know, with a middle schooler, elementary school, you know, they are up later now. There's a different rhythm to their to their life, you know. But those of you who have newborns or younger kids, toddlers, you know, maybe they're they're interrupting you. Every few hours. Right. Right. So for each and every one of us, there are going to be those times. It's how we deal with them, how we work through them together. So that way we can still we can still enjoy the sexual intimacy we have with our spouse. 
So the first thing we've said it a few times uh, in this show is you need to make sure that your bedroom door has a lock on it. You got to. I actually shared this. I was on a summit a while back and was talking to the host and and we're talking about interruptions and things like that. And I said, well, do you have, do you have a lock on your bedroom door? And she said, no. Just for your mental well-being. Yes. Yes. That's exactly why you get a lock on the door. It's not necessarily to lock people out. It's to be able to lock yourself in. For your own mental well-being. Honestly, two of the times that we got knocked on, two of the times oral sex was happening. So right there alone, had a child walked in, would have been beyond, beyond awkward, folks. And so luckily, a lock's on the door. Mm-hmm. We know, yes, the lock, yes, they knocked. I get it. But I am so thankful that they do not walk in on us mm-hmm. in those in those moments. And so for our own mental well-being, and, and yeah, some of you guys are going, how the heck do you guys come back from that? Believe me, it's not like just, oh, flip a switch, we're right back in it. it again, it takes some time. It just it, it's 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 a no brainer, guys, gals. Go to Home Depot. Go to Lowe's. Go to Amazon.com. Buy one. Well, real quick, the end of the story with the the gal that was the host for the yeah. summit. Her anniversary was the next day when when she had me on, and so I said, "Well, what if you got a lock for your bedroom door?" And she's like, "Oh, I could do that." I said. Even if he has to install it, give it to him as an anniversary present. He'll be so happy. She sends me an email after, like a couple days after their anniversary, or I checked in with her, like, how'd that go? And she's like, oh my gosh. Because he was was excited that she was going to be able to be completely present because she wasn't worried about an interruption. That's right. It matters. Don't worry if your kids are not going to freak out. They're not going to be, you know, ruined for life that mommy and daddy have a lock on the door. It's more awkward for them to walk in and see you than it is to know that you have a lock on your door. And here's the thing, though, too. Go into your room every night. Make sure you lock it. Now, there are different locks. I mean, you can have different locks that don't make any noise. If the lock makes a noise and you just want to keep it consistent, you go with it. After you make love, after you have sex, after you're done, you can always unlock the door. So in the event that a child does wake up in the middle of the night and they want to roll in, they can. It's for that time, though, when you guys are in there being sexually intimate. Absolutely. Uh, the second thing, when you get that knock on the door, acknowledge the situation and how, like, if it bothers you, if you're irritated, whatever your feelings are, let's just acknowledge it, right? Because it's already the elephant in the room. Right. We might as well just say, that stinks. Like, I, I mean, I even told him, I'm like, I was so close, dude. I was so close to orgasm, and, and which just kills me. I was like, oh. I needed like five more seconds, right? And so I'm, I'm like frustrated because my sexual tension is like up to my eyeballs and I got a delay, which, I mean, that's a whole nother show. We've talked about delayed gratification and it's a good thing, but in the moment when you're not, you know, when you plan for delayed gratification is one thing, one thing. when it's unplanned, then you got to kind of wrestle with yourself. Mm-hmm. So you got to, you got to acknowledge it. It's like when I came back to bed that night and Tony's like, okay, that happened. I'm like, oh, I know it happened. And he's like, well, what are we going to do? Right? And so it was in that place. That's the next step. You have to make a decision on your response. Right. And I think that the thing that I learned that just really shifted for me in this moment, uh, honestly, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm laying there and in my mind, I'm like, mm, I am just frustrated as all get out right now. 
Um, and part of the frustration for me, and for some of you may, may be able to relate to this, is that you're going, is she or he, you know, whichever one left the room, how long are they going to be? Is it going to be a five-minute deal? Like, can I just sort of, hey, hang out here five minutes, it's cool? Or is it going to be a long time like, hey, this is going to be 10, 20 minutes? And in that case, it's like, ooh, you know, lights out, I'm done. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going through this in my mind and I'm just going, you know what? Tonight's going to be different because when Elisa walks back in this room, I'm going to just say, hey, we have two choices. I'm not going to get grumbly about it. I had to choose my attitude. And that's where that shift was for me because typically my attitude is to a straight frustration and like, oh, let's just get this over with and move on. And in this moment, I was like, we have we have a, a choice mm-hmm. to either say, hey, we're going to finish this off and we're going to enjoy each other. Or you know what? Together, we'll just make a decision to say, hey, you know what? It, it's cool. We, we both have been interrupted. Let's just know that we're going to pick this up, you know, tomorrow morning or what, whatever it may be. Well, and, and as the one who had to leave the room for the interruption, his Tony already making a decision on his response changed my response, right? Because he set the tone for our bedroom because right. I'm in the other room taking care of the kid and it's very much like, Oh, I wonder if he's frustrated. I wonder if he's asleep. I wonder what he's doing. You know, like, Oh, oh. You know what? I'm probably going to walk back into the bedroom and he's going to be asleep or he's just going to be like, you know, eyes rolling and all this kind of stuff. And instead I walked in and he greeted me with a smile. Right. So he set the tone so that when he suggested we've got a choice, I could look at it going, okay, am I going to join him in the positive response or am I going to totally take our marriage down a notch by going in the other direction? Mm -hmm. So I then had a choice. And in my choice, you know, to match him, in the positive, it made a difference in the outcome of the night because ultimately the two of you have got to be committed, right? Once you decide on your response, you've got to be committed to then getting back into that place, right? Right, Because you were there, however far you were, and now you're starting over again. And that's where you both need to just make that decision of like, hey, where are we? Because it may be really late for you guys, and you're thinking, we got to get up tomorrow morning. So it may just be at this point in time where you were expecting to have full-on orgasm and all this good jazz and this this big old cuddle moment in time. It may end up being a quickie, and that has happened for us. Mm-hmm. Truly has. This, this past time, we decided that, you know what? We're going to move forward where we were. Where we were. And we realized, though, that it was going to just take some time to get back into that rhythm Mm -hmm. and into that flow. It wasn't just going to happen. And sometimes that's the hardest part is mentally being able to step back into that place and go, okay, I'm ready to go. As a guy, sometimes that's that's frustrating. You're, You're erect, you're hard, you're ready to go. Now you're flaccid and you're just soft and you're like, ugh. You know, can I get back up there? Do I do I have what it takes? Believe me, been there, done that. But by talking through it and allowing ourselves some time to just sort of get back into that mode again was super helpful. Well, and ultimately it comes down to being willing to try again. Right. Right. I mean, we're, we're always going to have situations that are going to present themselves. Right. And marriage is about trying again. 
doing this thing called marriage, it's not always a bed of roses. It's not always situations that you can control. It's not always the easy path, right? So how do you handle, how you handle an interruption in your bedroom when somebody knocks on your door, gives you a blueprint to how you handle getting knocked around in life right? When interruptions come, when finances, you know, knock you sideways, when jobs knock you sideways, when, you know, a kid gets sick or all these kinds of things. So when you make the decision that when you get interrupted in your bedroom, that you know what, we're going to come up with a strategy for this. We're going to acknowledge the situation. We're going to make a decision on our response. We're going to be committed to doing this and we're going to try again. You now have a blueprint for how you're going to do everything in your marriage. Mm-hmm. Right? It starts, you have the opportunity to allow it to start in the bedroom and watch it like ripple out, infiltrate every area of your married life. It's not just when somebody knocks on the door, or the dog jumps on the bed in the middle of making love. It's about everything that the two of you do. And when you make these decisions to be on the same team and approach whatever the circumstances are with a strategy, coming together, I will tell you, you will be amazed at how your marriage just experiences leaps and bounds in connectedness mm-hmm. because you don't yeah. have to let the interruptions pull you apart. It's a choice. It's a choice. And this week, as you're starting to look at, you know, where do we experience interruptions? Maybe for you guys, it's not in your bedroom. Maybe you're, this whole thing you've been looking at and you're like, oh, it's really happening in this other area of our life. The strategies still work. Mm-hmm. Acknowledge the situation make a decision on your response, be committed and try again. Yeah. And I want to hit on the last one. Try again, try again, try again. See, because too often we do something once and we stop and we're, and we just, we're like, oh, it's never going to work again. 20 years folks. And Elisa and I finally got it 20 years, folks. We finally got it. Now, is it going to work the next time? I sure in the heck hope so because we got a blueprint here right in front of us that we've been sharing with you that's going to allow us so the next time somebody does knock on the door, we're not frustrated. We're going to be able to move through that together. But don't stop just because the last time it didn't work out. Try again. Come together this week. Talk about it so the next time it does happen, you already are ahead of the game. You're not sitting in bed wondering what do we do. No, you're like, this is what we're going to do. Go for it. Learn from it. But try again, you guys. So good. Don't give up on your sexual intimacy because someone was knocking at your door. We love you guys. We love you guys so much. We hope you go out there, have some awesome sex this week. Even if you are interrupted, you let us know. If you've been interrupted, hit us up. We'd love to read your hug on the show. Hit us up at info at one extraordinary marriage.com. We love you guys. Take care and we'll catch you next week.